I heard about that shit. With uh Henry. Yeah, he I heard about that shit. You know. Alright, brother, we roll. We roll? Man, you know what's crazy? It's a lot of shit you can do by yourself. A lot of shit you can do. Jack off by yourself. But I know one thing I couldn't do. Ernest! Samo! Yep. God damn it, I couldn't do it without y'all. Delay, I know you ain't here, but damn it, you're in the, your energy is in the, in the spirit, in the building. He said we're getting it took in. Pause. You know we couldn't do it without you. God damn it to the fans. People that call that number, 323-385-9734, in hopes that somebody gets over there to you. Fuck, we couldn't do it without y'all. Houston, we couldn't do it without you. Texas, we couldn't do it without you. People in Detroit, we couldn't do it without you. People in Florida, we damn sure couldn't do it without you. You know who else we couldn't do it without? People in Chicago, people right here in California, people in Tennessee, people in Atlanta, Georgia, people all the way in Kentucky. People, fuck, people, people around the world. Piggly Wiggly. Everywhere. We couldn't do it without y'all. You know, this This is a good day, man. You know, I'm sitting with one of my frat brothers here. I'm gonna tell you who he is in just a minute, but it takes me back to uh, a real special day. We uh, just crossed over the sands. Me and my line brothers, we excited. We uh, people don't know this. Once you cross, it's kind of like it's the end of like tyranny. Have you ever seen like a foreign dictatorship or a monarch fall, and the people just running and screaming in the streets? That's how I feel to cross a black fraternity. Like the oppression is over. Like if you ever wanted to see the sensation of how the happiness it feels to cross a black fraternity, look at the people when Gaddafi and Saddam Hussein got killed and how they was happy. That's the elatement of of, of excitement. For that shit to be fucking over. So we're going to the school. I, I've been through a full 10 weeks of this hell process, plus the two years that it took me to go through all this shit. So I don't give a shit what's been happening. Let's, let's get it on. I don't believe that it's over. In my brain, it's not over for me, and it's not over for me and line brother Baby James. We think this is a game and the bros is tricking us, and that ooh, we're finna go back to set because it's not, they're not letting us over. That's how we got here in the first place. That's how we got here in the first place. So. They put the shirts on us, so we not excited. Like niggas is saying it that it's over, but we like, nah, nigga, y'all niggas gonna y'all niggas finna fuck over us in a minute, and y'all finna tell us to crank set back up. And it's a part of me that probably would, would participate, cause I don't think that it's over. So we cross the sands. I'm I'm still in disbelief. They take us to the school. We get to the school. We pull on TSU campus. It's a big ass yard, but it's our trees are right in the center of campus. Man, it's like 900 kids out in the middle of the night. How the fuck they know we, we crossing? I don't know. Maybe it's because we drove from dormitory to dormitory, blowing the horn and, <laughs> and screaming out the window and yelling, meet us at the tree. But I don't know what's going to happen at the tree. What else can they do? Are they going to beat us some more at the tree? Quite possibly could happen. They used to do the Alpha Death March at our school at TSU. Alphas will get their ass whooped from one part of the campus to another part to cross. That's their last part. That's how they cross. So... I don't know what the fuck finna happen. We get there, they line us up, it's a fire going. Fire looks really, really big. I don't know why the fuck we got a fire going on campus, but it's a big ass fire. Uh, one of our brothers, Victor Woodard, uh, he's spring 2001. He's jumping around. Vic, Vic is probably the most responsible, irresponsible person in the chapter. It's kind of like, we don't know which way this situation is going to go, because he does the nigga that do all the barbecuing, but he got a huge fire, and he's getting it hotter and hotter and hotter. So he's got a skillet, an iron skillet, that he's now 
transferring coals over from this little pit that he's heated up. And in the iron skillet is a brand, Brandon iron. I'm like, oh shit, they about to do this right now. We don't got no time to think about this. Oh, this happening right now, right now. We ain't had the brand talk. We don't know what the fuck we finna do with this brand, but it's a lot of fucking people out. And they out here talking, start singing a song. Niggas is crying. My, I, my tears washed up a little bit. And I, you know, you know, I'm, I'm crying. I'm crying. What song was y'all singing? Oh, man. The Road to Capitaland. Okay. That was, you know, Swing. Some say, say, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I can make it. Oh, right. yeah. All that. So, niggas is, is crying. My daddy's up there. My daddy's in the back. I can hear him over a crowd of 900 people because he's got an excursion that's on diesel. And he got the shit on campus like he's the fucking police. Now, I told you my daddy had a deputy badge, Precinct 7. So he done pulled his ass up on campus. He done made good with the campus police. Now he got his Kappa tags out there like he's the new initiate. I guess he got the call and they told him we was going over that night. So I see him at the campus. He posted up. Everybody out there watching. Brand is hot as fuck. And it's, uh, it's coming pretty quickly. We got a couple niggas before me that's getting branded. That's old school niggas is like getting popped. Now it's like, all right, y'all niggas time. We ain't had to talk as a line what we doing. My line brother jumps out there. I want two. I'm like, nigga, why? First off, why are we doing this as with two? Proceeds to brand my line brother. My line brother brand turns out cool. Looks cool. Don't look too painful. Gets to my trade club and says, ah, oh, no. You know what? Look like it's going out. We got to heat this thing back up. He pours lighter fluid directly on the already hot brand. So now... You got lighter fluid that's got to burn off. And that is immensely making this flame more hot. But nobody's telling this nigga to stop because everybody drunk and they like, hey, nigga, let's go down the line. He proceeds to make goddamn Earl Campbell sausages out of our arms. Brandon, the burning the fuck out of us because he wants to hold it on there. Everybody knows now you roll the brand on, pull it off. He Sigh. Say it, K. Hey, no, nigga. Take this fucking brand Ooh. off. So it he was you at first. You, you had right listen, there. we had. A, I had. I had. A, we had. We had the the, the book, the, the book yeah. under under my arm, yeah. so my arm would stay flat. Mm-hmm. So he hits my tray club, my faux club. It's to me. I'm like, okay, it's probably cooled down because it smelled like burnt hair, and it well, your skin is cooking. Yeah. The first. Ten. It's white meat. The first layer is white meat. The first layer is white meat. You it's, so, really, it's so hot, it's cold. Exactly. It feels like ice. Like, oh, no, nah, nigga, you ain't got no skin left right there. So when it tear through that, you ain't supposed to feel it. That this nigga's holding the brand on my arm. And I feel it. And I'm looking up. And I'm not looking. Because that's a place, not just in our fraternity, that you can just escape and just look up. I don't know if you've been molested. But that's, I would assume, they would look up somewhere in the room to try and escape that place. Because that ass whooping I was taking that night, and, and in that praying to that fucking brand, I'm looking up. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be here. I want this shit to be over with. The brand is on my arm so long, I can smell bacon, nigga. My skin is cooking. My daddy looks at me, and he gives me this. The, this right here? This the, this the black man. Mm-hmm. Be strong, nigga. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, baby. <laughs> He's your nigga. You chose. <laughs> so you give you that. That's, I don't know if it's an 80s dad thing. Oh, or what he, nigga just gave you that. Like, 
All right, niggas on you. So it gets off me. Then they proceed to go all the way down the line. Some other niggas get the brand, and the brand's got to come back on the other side. They proceed, the one of the old niggas shows up, James, baby James' brother Lewis shows up. He says, hey, nigga, you're doing this shit wrong. These niggas shit is going to be fucked up. Stop. Fuck you, stop. These niggas get to argue, get to fighting. Now nah, that's a whole thing that's happening on the side. We don't know why the brand ain't came back, but I'm just glad this shit is over with. Now it's niggas out there hood niggas like, my nigga, they punch y'all, nigga, like, slave, slave. Yo, nigga, that shit crazy. Nigga, that shit love. Nigga, all the gang niggas was telling us how they, you know what I'm saying, feel how down we are. Show your pot. Let me see yours. This is the one. This motherfucker here. What? Nigga, this shit is, this shit is, is burnt up. Nah, I got, nigga, my shit was a story too, but, god damn, nigga. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna tell you, this is the curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely it's minced meat over here. So, this is the curse right here. So, nigga, this, yeah, as fate would have my shit fucking up over here. The nigga dropped it on me. Yeah, nigga, that ain't what you want. But you that's the good. I mean, yours straight though. That one's better than this at all times. This this shit here. I don't know what the fuck this is. So, uh, as as our as our, as it was as our tradition is in our chapter, we brought we we crossed. We bring another line in. Spring 06 comes. They night. They getting branded. That's my year. Spring 06. So they getting branded. But guess who's getting branded first? Yo. All of us. Now I understand why the niggas was getting before us. That was Spring 04. They got they hits, and then. Now it came to us. That means they, they was leaving from being Neos to now being Profites, and we the Neophytes. So that was their last moment. We getting our pops. Everything going good because I don't see Victor Wooder. Victor Wooder's not doing the brand. My, my, my line brother's brother Lewis is doing the brand, so it's going good. Everybody getting their pops. Boom, boom, boom. I'm, I'm the five. I'm ready to get mine. I got a, my Dean and my ADP, and then it's... Uh, my 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 ace, my tray, my foe, and then it's gonna be me, and I'm gonna get mine, and then we good. God damn it, it gets to baby James, who's my tray club. He gets off him and goes to my four. Lewis the brand gets taken from him, cause they trying to patch up how they had to fight last year. Vic grabs the brand. Now he right before you, right before my line brother. My line brother looking at me, my foe club. He's on he's on Capitol Hill. He's like, nah, newbie, they can't do it to us. I said, yes, yeah, look like that's gonna happen. He gets his, that brand gets sizzling hot. Boom, now it's on his other side. I just look up. I don't wanna see it, I know it's gonna be fucked up. I ain't nothing I can do about it, the whole school is out here again and I'm doing this stupid shit. And I look down and Victor Wood looked me dead in the eye and he said to me, did you miss me, god damn, <laughs> shit. Took him around the world for that one. What's up, y'all? This is the Did You Miss Me podcast. You're home for real storytelling. Look, joining us today, man, one of my good friends, my frat brothers, who's definitely been branded. His brands didn't turn out bad like mine. My first one did. This is my second one. My second one looks way better. Yeah, that's 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 how you know. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to look. The the, the gift and the curse. Uh, CP, straight out of Detroit. Hey, man, you here? Me and I wish wish D was here with you, so we all three of us could be here and move it up. But you, so you players then. What city and where'd you, where'd you come at? Uh, I played in East Lansing, Michigan State, Delta Pi. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? CP from Delta Pi, Spring 06, Ace Club, Pole Mart. Made right every night. Saw the dot. Or everything. Yeah, man. Learned a lot. You know? So, um, 
it's crazy, man. Like, uh, our hit story was way different from that. So we was already crossed, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it was a good brother uh, named Kenya Cook. Shout out to Kenya, um, who was the hitter for the province. Oh, he did everybody hits in the yeah, province. You know what I'm saying? So he had so the brand. So everybody he, had the he brand. He had the brand, like the mold. Like, everybody in our province has the same. Mm-hmm. It looked like a cookie damn near, like a little, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, he would pass that down to whoever's doing it now. You know what I'm saying? Because, nigga, I'm never doing it again. It was just that one time. I'm sorry that they came and made you pull back around. Uh, that's like, that's like, you know. So, um, I'm the Ace Club. So, you know, they come up there. Now, we got to... We gotta take wood. We gotta take shots. We already off the sand. We we already done, but we in the cut. <laughs> Taking, I think we took like, we took you know, uh, took six from all the niggas that was there. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, y'all had crossed the chapter. Y'all, y'all, would y'all still in the process? Or no, 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 we was done. Y'all this is also This is on Right, right. This is this is every see. Here go the thing. Every chapter has their um, their version of tradition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, right. we Delta Pi, we the Playboy chapter. Michigan State is probably one of the biggest, um, is one of the biggest PWIs. I think it's like number three behind like Ohio State and uh, it might be UCLA or some shit like that, one of these big ass schools out here. Mm-hmm. But um, so, you know, but we don't take in a lot of members though. Like our black, like Greek, world is like you know like a like a real tight competitive thing you know what i'm saying so you know it's a big deal like on my line we started off well on my line it was 11. we started off with more than that but you know how that go um we was in line to get the hits i'm talking shit like i always do you know my line name is the concept because whether it was a good idea or a bad idea it was my fucking idea you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i either saved us or i got us in trouble i was the I was the head, I was the leader. And um, I'm talking shit to Kenya. Uh, I'll never forget, he was telling me that he had a, uh, he had a nephew at a, another chapter. And you know, when you cross, you like, nigga, we the chapter. So I'm about to get hit, he got the book. I'm like, nigga, yeah, fuck that nigga, yeah, his chapter. You know what I'm saying? Hit, hit me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, <laughs> 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 I'm CP from DP. <laughs> I'm CP from DP. Hit me. You know what I'm saying? Don't give a fuck. Now look, here go the here go the kicker part. Now I became CP because of Kappa. See, like my name is Chris. It was three Chris's on my line. So it's Chris Hood, me, Chris Powell, Chris Gandy. The way it worked for all of us to be equal is that none of us could be Chris. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. like, ain't no, because, so we all had to, so we all got new names. You know what I'm saying? Like, from each other. It was like, all right, you know, like, so Chris Hood is just C Hood or Hood. Chris Gandy is just Gandy, and then I'm CP. And then, so when we crossed, we was the most, you know, we was like all stars on campus. And so them calling me CP, these was, Superstars, you know what I'm saying? Like nigga, we crossed. Nigga, I never forget, man. We was marching up to. Now we didn't have no probate because, well, you know, it was, it was it was a long story why we didn't get no probate. You know what I'm saying? It was. Don't worry um, about it, bro. Everybody got yeah, their stories. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, our first our coming out show was like this big ass yard show, and um, you know, this was the first time that they had seen noobs on campus, 
in like five years, you know, we have been suspended. So we was coming back. And so all the news from the province, like, you know, everybody, like I'm talking about Wayne State, Western, you know, Eastern, you know, so this is uh, Alpha Beta, D Nu, uh, Gamma Beta, you know what I'm saying? Like this is, this is the Northern province. You know, they showed up at Michigan State and, you know, that's like in the, in the, in the Greek world, you not real until you recognize nationally and even across the board. Mm-hmm. I'm a noob, so I could sit here and I could talk noob shit, and I could go to different chapters and I could talk my noob shit. And if you need to check who I am, I'm CP from DP, Delta Pi Spring 06, Ace Club, Hallmark. Hey, and you know what's funny is the shit get rattled off. I recently went to a crib set. It's my boy. Oh yeah, come on with it. Got him. We got two more over here lit, lit, lit up. And it's the same, how they check each other is the same way. It's a series of verification and validation on a process, on what it is. But really, it's all a rite of passage, however we deem it. There's always a testing with us as, like, black men. I don't specifically understand. I understand kind of why. Right. Why is it specifically so so strenuous? I don't know what it is from, from your block, from your hood, from if you in the band, from your section. If you in the debate team, nigga, you're going to go through a process. It's a testing process because for whatever reason, people want to know how solid you are when you put them under certain situations. Like, and I understand it in the band. I need to know that you're solid, nigga. I can't expect to go out here in front of a thousand people and play music with you and you're not going to deliver and do what you're supposed to do. Are you going to be responsible? Can I count on you? Are you going to be dependable? Mm-hmm. So a lot go into this shit. I get it. Play football. They got their own process. The military. Everybody got their own process. But I think that all of that come with a with a with a camaraderie similar to right. like shit that gangs even go through. It's like put it like this, and this is on the, this is on like a straight up street level. If I didn't see a nigga put in work, then I know what he's capable of. So I trust this man a way that I don't have to trust nobody else. Mm-hmm. So like my sayings, I got ten niggas who I know. Like I I've seen them at their weakest point. I've seen them niggas overcome shit, and it's like. Yeah. I know how solid them niggas is through and through. So my conversation with them niggas is, is like on a whole nother level. It's like it's like a brother bond on a whole nother level. I mean, you got saying, so yeah. you know. Yeah. So, you know, right. Like, that's that's what I can imagine it would be like to be in a gang or, you know, to be in the army, you know what I'm saying, or to be on a football team. I get it. If you were in a place and well, you, you see wanna... a nigga do his job. Like, nigga, your job is to knock the shit out of that nigga when we line up. You my nigga. We, we laugh every day. But on Sunday, nigga, I need you to knock the shit out of that nigga. Amen. And it's like, all right, nigga, I got you. Like, you got me? I nigga, I got you. You got me. All right, for sure. Sunday come. Bam. Ooh, boy. <laughs> nigga, ooh. That's my nigga. And then you do it consistently. I and know then, you, and then nah, that's your memories. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I know you got me on this, on this pool. Man, you got to realize, dog, when you got people that's pulling for you like that, them, them, them moments in the gridiron, yeah. you ain't never gonna forget that shit. Yeah. You never forget that. I'm gonna tell you something, you know, of course, nigga, you know, I, I gotta use discretion, you know, whatever. But one thing that I could say is that during my process, you know, I used to fuck them up with, uh, all right, y'all, make us laugh. Bro, let me tell you something. That, let me say this for people who were in the fraternity who was doing comedy, because I was doing comedy before I got in the fraternity. I, that's, I wasn't doing comedy before I got out. I was just the funniest nigga on campus. Right. And it's the same pressure because it's, it's expected. Mm-hmm. It was nights, nigga, that I had to get niggas, the bros off me. Niggas yeah. be like, hey, whatever that shit is you do, 
need you to do that shit. And it's a, it's a, it's a look like, nigga, hey, I understand what LeBron pressure was like. Hey, I ain't got nothing for the Warriors tonight, so it's on you. I don't know what you're going to do. And this, how they, and this is how they fucked you up. This is, and for all of the Greeks that do comedy, first of all, if you a Greek, all the Greeks in comedy that we know, shout out to them, nigga, I'm, I, nigga, I'm sure D-Lay went through it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, uh, who else? Um, what's someone, who's someone? Red. I'm oh, sure Red, Red Grant Red, Red, Red Joe Claire. Joe Claire. I'm Nephew sure these, Tommy came and was fucking Nephew with me t- while exactly. I was online. You, you feel me? Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. I'm sure these niggas went through it where it's like, you know, it's like, I'm so funny that the nigga, that the big brothers couldn't help it. No, nigga. When nigga, you're funny, they when help you're funny that, with niggas that want to kick your ass, yeah. that's that's when it's like, hey, dog, you done reached another level, dog. To turn see, the room, yeah, they you got to know Andy, how to read the room. They up to Andy. They be like, all right, CP, uh, I'm going to destroy this. Nigga over here, your Trey going to get it if, if, you, if your joke don't hit. Yeah, not, that's a different person. So now, nah, so nah, nigga, yeah. this my, nigga, this my, what you, what boo say, my rally? Nigga, <laughs> nigga, this my motherfucker. I'm like, nigga, I don't want my, I'm like, all right, come on, I got you. And then, nigga, they trying not to laugh. So it's like, nigga, poof, nigga, that shit ain't funny. Get, step out, come here. It's like, nigga. And so you talk about the pressure of doing a, a room full of 5,000 people. It's like nigga, y'all ain't finna beat my nigga ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it's no pressure that's gonna equal that. Ain't nobody finna get wooded up. Ain't yeah. nothing finna be bad about yeah. this. So the worst ain't finna happen. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. The worst is nigga. Yeah. Another thing is, you know, and this is in, in the process. That type of pressure will bust the pipe, dog. Not even on some joke shit. Just saying, the founders of the organization. Problem. Nigga, it would niggas repeating like me telling you some information as a person and telling you to repeat it out loud. You never wanted them niggas that was paper shakers when you was coming up. You know what I'm talking about the niggas when they were reading anything. They they doing this. They can't read out loud. Hey, bro, that shit come back to haunt you. You you try and play or something. Nigga asked you to say some shit out loud like the, the Greek alphabet. It's easy. You know the shit. Niggas start doing that. Hey, let me tell you something. It's a long fucking night. But I'm going to tell you, though, but I'm going to tell you what's so crazy about that from being on both sides of it, understanding why we got to drill that shit into these niggas' head. Oh, yeah, nigga. Because of what, of, of, of what they want to become. But it's like when you in it and you, you know, you start off with these niggas because, you know, the process, the pro- all that shit, you know, the pre-pledge, that ain't what it is, nigga. When, it's, when it go down is when it's going down. And that's what's real. And you find yourself next to niggas, man. And you five weeks in, and you don't. You went from a regular nigga to a nigga that, when you talk and the niggas that's on oh, both sides of you talk, y'all saying the same shit. It's like pop, 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 like everything is like nigga. And you you've never been in sync with nobody. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, I'm not no goddamn nigga. I ain't Bobby motherfucking Brown. I'm not. I ain't got no backup nigga, dancers. Nigga. Y'all the whispers, nigga. <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you and some and and, and some nigga. other niggas you don't know, nigga. Y'all are the Jackson Five. Yeah. Y'all the whispers, nigga. For real. And the, and the bros. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, straight up. Man, and that shit becomes a tedious thing day in and day out. But when you watch it, yeah, when you watching end, that shit, man, it's beautiful. Cause wow. you can watch some niggas and you'll say, man, you know what? These niggas ain't shit. I don't like these niggas. You fuck around, leave for a week or two, come back and see them niggas, and you say, oh, it's starting to happen. Yeah. I can smell them. I can smell the niggas that's pledging. 
I know what they smell like. I know oh, some scrolls was in here, bro. I you smell know, it. You know what's crazy too? This year is a big year for Greek, man. Yeah, my chapter just coming back. Nigga, nigga we've been my gone. Chapter. We've been gone for whoo. It's gonna be seven years. Tennessee State, right? Texas Southern. Texas Southern, okay. Yeah, gone, gone, been gone. Them boys coming back. We got a probate. I think they probate next week. And Look man, this shit. nigga, we uh, nigga, spring eighteen Delta Port, uh, Delta Pot chapter, Playboy. Nigga, nigga, I'm talking about this Michigan State. So you talking about thousands of people, nigga. I don't think they're gonna be the only audience. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know that's cool, cause right here they're gonna cut the video that we looking at in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's hard. Oh yeah, that's hard. Treat yourself. Yeah, hey. Hey. Audio and video. Yeah. yeah. So, so. My bad, man. Nigga, so y'all, nigga, y'all, y'all, y'all. So look, this, 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 what they told me. They was like, nigga, hey, man, this is gonna be a smooth ass conversation. You know, y'all gonna be able to just. Then I start kicking it. Like, hey, man, why you doing that? <laughs> whoa, whoa, man. It's like, nigga, I got this. Hey, man. You know, we in Texas, we had a high school fraternity. Oh, yeah, we had that. We, we had, had, we had, had that at Kappa League. I did Kappa League, okay. and that was cool. But, but you had to up the ante, though, huh? No, you know I had to up the ante. First off, my daddy in, in the chapter, so right. I'm definitely trying to do Kappa League. That was cool. You know what I'm saying? Got with your little cane and do your little shows and shit. And I was like, ah. Then we got to Texas, nigga, and then got to high school. That's and niggas crazy. start having real live nigga. Like, most people find out about breaking lines and Greek shit in college. Yeah. These motherfuckers, this was serious, bro. I'm at the party and I'd never forget the shit. Ninth grade, I'm in there on party. I'm in Sterling, I'm at a hood school. We go to a party in Mo City at the Ridge. So this is my first time going to Mo City and I remember saying, all the bitches bad at this school. All of them. All of them got long hair. All of them, yellow bone with fat ass. I, I was blown What state away. is this, Texas? Texas, nigga. It was like, it was like a yeah. thousand the, the Toya Luckers and Beyonce's at a school, nigga. I was, what, I couldn't. What, no be- in there? No, nigga. Well, like, like it was a time, and it, it was like. Thanks a lot, Detroit. <laughs> I'm going to just we be honest cold, with you. Cold, cold ones, but then we also got some, it's so cold. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, I believe you because I didn't seen what Detroit got. Guy around you, I'm going to tell you the story about how I found you out about the dream cool. cools. Bitches in Detroit. Yeah, I see some cold ones. Shout out to the bitches. Y'all ain't bitches, but you know the bitches. Yeah, exactly, the bitches. The bitches. So, man, I'm at the party, dog. I'm I'm dancing like normal. And then I remember hearing my homeboy say, nigga, move. And these niggas just in a straight line. Strolling? Nigga, stepping, nigga. You would have thought it was the Q-Dogs. It was Esquires. So they was hopping around. Esquires is the little, is is the Q Kappa League. Nah, this is kind of, but it's kind of, but not really. But, but it's a whole no. It's what a, they got? You a Q? Nah, okay. all my niggas was Q. Browsing that squad. Yeah, niggas, the, the, the niggas is niggas is stepping like in unison, like on some like adult looking shit. So I'm tripping because this is tight. Because at the time doing shit like that in unison is cool. Because yeah. the niggas is, is, is killing. Then it's a no another set of niggas doing some shit. Then it's some girls stepping doing some shit. I'm sitting here blown away. It's Esquire, Jen, Squire, De Lorraine's, LFT. Then the niggas that I ended up getting in with, these niggas came through stepping. And it smelled like a pound of marijuana. And then they end up whooping some niggas in the parking lot. 
I was end up cool with some band niggas. Long story short, I end up getting with the niggas that end up not doing too much with their life. But the point I'm telling you is, these end up being some good friends of mine who I'm still cool with to this very day. That's crazy. But Yo, I ended up getting in. My you, dad thought I was in the game. You had the pledge? Oh, no, they whooped our ass. Okay. Like, and these grown men. See, that's a problem. It's one thing for a grown man to go back to college. But when you're a grown man going back, whooping niggas in high school ass and asking about information, there's no, there's no margins on information. Did any of them niggas go Greek? Yeah, a lot of them did. Okay. One of them niggas just went Greek after, after <laughs> being, like, wanting to be a Q for, like, 30 years. Shouts out to Golio. This uh, nigga just crossed. But listen, an undergrad. undergrad. Plays undergrad as a grown-ass man. Did he? Oh, yeah, he did. Just crossed last Just crossed year. last year. He got in, dog. He in. And what I'm saying to you is we learned 10 founders. These all men had purpose. These all men had information. It was specific as to why we learned these illustrious 10 founders that we had. Very good doctors, lawyers, men who went on made major powers. High school, you know what these niggas want you to do? Learn everybody that crossed the new organization and what their name is. Then they show up and ask you, you know who I am? <laughs> Fuck no. I don't know who the fuck you are. It's 300 of y'all. I don't give a fuck about you losers. All you, every, you another nigga in a UPS uniform coming over here whooping our ass in, 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 with a truck outside. I don't know who it is. Listen, I hate UPS. House. I hate you know FedEx. You know who I am? You know no, I nigga. Am. No. What you the fuck did you do? That's you crazy. got a FedEx outfit on, my nigga. I'm 17. You fell in that life, bro. I'm definitely not going to be 25 doing this You know who shit. I am? My son in your class. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, dog. So, man, that shit is irritating. Because you learn a lot of information about shit you don't need to learn. Yeah. But it was a great time, though. Yeah. Damn sure was a great time. So, coming from Detroit, you definitely had a, your fair share of time in the street. You grew up in the, in the hood. Mm-hmm. Like, people talk about Detroit, but how was it growing up as a kid there? Nigga, I don't know when I got killed a few times. I mean, nigga, and you don't even think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you know, I'm from I'm from Brightmore, right? So uh my pops, he stayed on well, first of all, my my dad's family was like the second or third black family in Brightmore. See, like Detroit So Brightmore is what kind of community? Brightmore is like uh it's like a subdivision or, you know, what y'all would call like um it's about the size. It's not big as Compton, but it's like, you know, it's like uh it's a neighborhood. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Brightmore is a neighborhood, basically. Um, you know, we got like Brightmore Community Center, you know what I'm saying? Like still Detroit, but it's just the Brightmore area. Um, it used to be like a lot of immigrants that used to live over there. And my dad was like the second black family. My uncle Mike was the first black mm-hmm. family. And um to move into this neighborhood. So they used to like get into it with like white boys back in the day, but niggas started moving over there and they st- white people started moving away. The white flight, the ones that could afford it. The ones that stayed, you know, I, I live next door to racist motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I remember like my dad um, and my stepmom had my little sister and my dad and my next door neighbor Greg used to scrap once once a year because Greg would get drunk, go off, and you know what I'm saying? We had a Rottweiler. And uh, so imagine this, we black. We got a black baby, you know what I'm saying? Um, we got a black dog, right? This nigga Greg, you know, he just he just racist. He can't afford to move. He's just, you know, looking at us. And he, well, he, well, he said, hey, hey, look at me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Look at me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, nigger baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your nigger dog. And fuck your nigger ass. <laughs> nigga, this motherfucker swung a bat at me that I turned and ducked at the last minute. Nigga, I, I, right now, nigga, I'd have been, nigga, I'd have been eating noodles through a straw. You know what I'm saying? Um, Pops used to have to whoop him up every year. You know what I'm saying? So he's taking his up. ass whooping and, oh, stay, and not moving. But see, the thing is that our family's been beefing next door. Our family's been beefing, so like, uh, my pops came home from the army like in 1978, no, my bad, 1982, and uh, just so randomly seen they nephew beating up my granddad. Nigga grabbed a, the the pipe off the gate, kink, 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 hitting the white boy. The white boy still got up. This is back in the day when they wasn't when they was a little stronger over there. But I mean, you know, it was crazy. <laughs> man, it seemed like he was in Beirut, nigga. Nah. <laughs> like, like that was the Palestinians nah, or something. But look, like, nigga, was... but, look, but look, nigga, here go the thing. That was just the neighbors, though. I'm not talking about the other niggas in, in the neighborhood. This is just your next door. This, this is one just next door neighbor. This What's is the name of the family? family? Uh, they, I don't know. It was Greg. His mama name was Mary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, so, you know, uh, but nigga, the area, bro, for me living over there, I was born in 83. You know what I'm saying? So I'm living over there. The whole, you know, um, my whole life, and uh, I, I watched it get worse and worse, and it just became like a straight up drug zone. Like nigga, it's just, but it's like not a drug. I can't explain it, man, because I don't want to disrespect it. You know what I'm saying? But it came, it came a tough time. But let me just, tell you what, it was different. You gonna hear more about this tough time after we take a minute to thank our sponsors. We'll be right back right after this more. Did you miss me podcast? What's up, everybody? I'm D-Lay. And I'm Billy Sorrells. This is the number one storytelling podcast in the world, people. We're here for you guys, and we're doing mm -hmm. something special. Patreon.com is a site that you guys need to check out. We're doing special things, exclusive things for you guys, mm -hmm. like uh, early access to some of the episodes. Yeah, man, most definitely. Bonus content that you wouldn't find anywhere else. Yes, discounted uh, 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 merchandise. Oh, yeah, we're giving away a lot of shit. People, you got to... But This is for, for some of our serious followers, our people that are really down with the Did You Miss Me podcast. We're doing these things for you guys. Guys. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, go in and we'll give you guys all the luxuries that Did You Miss Me Podcast And you know, what, you know how we know if they're real fans? How do we know? They know this number right here. 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you. So, we back. CP, so that that's a tough-ass place. Brightmore was real. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I remember one Christmas. It was like uh, December 23rd. I remember that because, you know, my mom's. And my pops was split, so my mom moved to like uh, the other side of Brightmore, and then you know we lived. I lived in Brightmore two times at the same time. So December twenty third, I just just got out of school. She dropped me off at his house, you know, for a couple of days, probably till right up to Christmas. Yeah. You know, just like you know, that's how you know whatever. So uh, I'm over his house chilling. He about to go to the store to get something from my grandma to finish cooking, and this nigga don't come back. And I'm like, man, what the fuck going on? Like, nigga, like, how you gonna walk out my life at his house? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so nigga, just left, just you left you. Out like that, nigga. So how long was he gone? Uh, like two hours. Nigga, the store was like across the street. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, he gone. Damn, that's it. I was two hours. I was like, all right, so gotta raise myself. Gotta be the man. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta raise myself. <laughs> gotta be the man I was built to be. You yeah, know niggas what I'm going through that shit. Um, but no, nah, so uh. So he ended up, um, 
he came back and he was like, man, you know, uh, Kenny, stepdad. Now, mind you, nigga, Kenny's stepdad was like a big dope nigga. My nigga Kenny lived down the street. His stepdad was like a big dope nigga, you know what I'm saying? So he used to always brag about that. Like, nigga, my nigga, my daddy do this, nigga. It, it, it ain't, he was like one of them kids, like, you ever seen Fresh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he understood shit that a lot of us didn't even need to understand. Sometimes it'd be kids like that that bring shit to your kids' understanding. Because like, he had me thinking on a whole another kind of platform. Yeah. See, like, my dad did what he did, but, you know, they afforded me to go to, uh, to private school. So I went to private school, so I didn't go to school with these niggas. I just was living with them. So mm-hmm. fuck what they did in school, nigga. I knew that their mamas wasn't shit. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, you know, you talk about being from Brightmore and then, you know, or you went to school over there. Like, nigga, when you live over there, it's different. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just different. Um, I would leave my dad's house, go to my mom's house, who stayed on the other side of Brightmore. Uh, I remember one time, you know, uh, I can't even tell that story. Uh, nigga, me and my niggas, okay, like fast forward. So what happened that night, though? What happened to the, the dad, his dad? Oh, damn, my bad, you're right. So uh, he said, yeah, uh, Kenny's dad got killed. I go down there, and um, they, they didn't drug this nigga out into the middle of the street put a trash bag on his head, wrapped it in a phone cord, and then they just shot the trash bag up. So it's like, you don't even want to open that bag. You know, you know, it's just like, nigga, he's just, and it's, it's like a scene. The police didn't snatch my dad up because he was just out on the street at that time, and uh, they just snatching niggas up, questioning them, took him down for a lineup and all that shit. This nigga is the two days before Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, so my nigga, like, you know, he like, fuck Christmas, you know. I'm watching niggas get harder. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm watching niggas' daddies die, and then now I'm seeing niggas stealing from the stove and niggas wearing a coat in the summertime. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not realizing it, you know what I'm saying? But nigga, you know, my pops used to just, you know, like, man, look at that motherfucker stealing, man, you know. And my pops would steal sometimes, and then I thought it was cool, so if I did it, my pops be like, nigga, I don't want you, that ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I was doing it on purpose. Niggas, we was doing shit because we had to sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, my dad was pimping. Like, nigga, my pops was like a real pimp. I ain't never seen no pimp with no suit. All I knew was pimps, niggas, was real niggas who, nigga, uh, get a cheap-ass motel and be laying in the fucking bathtub. Nigga, real pimps don't even be letting niggas fuck the bitches. Nigga, they be laying in the bathtub with the pump, nigga. She said, I'm going to go in there and change, get something cute on your dumb ass sitting there like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, a nigga like us come out the fucking bathroom, nigga. Nigga, nigga, you hear that pump rack, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Niggas might not see you again. Or, nigga, you might leave this bitch naked. It's like, nigga, it's like, nigga, pimping with, with these, what I done seen out here, it's like, nigga, fuck a bitch, nigga. A bitch ain't where a bitch is. Like, that ain't what I saw. Pimping was like, nigga, my bitches, nigga, his... Nigga, my pops had bitches that was like, nigga, they was like ride or die type of motherfuckers. He had a bitch that worked at the hospital, so she'd bring that nigga a doctor's coat. He'd put on a doctor's coat, run up in the hospital, get a big ass bottle of Dilatas. <laughs> nigga, bring them bitches out the hospital, nigga, drive to Windsor across the water, nigga, and fling them bitches. Nigga, I'm gonna write a movie about this nigga. It's like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, you ask motherfuckers from Brightmore, man. About Rod, nigga, he stayed on real, on, on Brill and Schoolcraft. I'm Lil Rod, even though I'm Chris, I'm Lil Rod, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my mom gave me a, a good white ass name to make sure I can get this bread. <laughs> and and I definitely did, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, it's like, uh, 
yeah, bro, you know, growing up in the city, man, you know, me and my pops, we used to build mini bikes. You know what I'm saying? Mini bikes and go-karts. That was our shit. That was my pop shit. So he always wanted me to do what he did. Like, nigga, you know, my, my boss, my, my pops, one of them niggas who, he like, he raised a homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is cool, because I respect the nigga, so he never had to worry about, I'm not a disrespectful nigga. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to come at my dad, like, you know, trying mm-hmm. to challenge this nigga and all that. But the nigga raised me like one of his boys, and I appreciate that, because... You know what I'm saying? It was a, it was a good flip side for me to get that private school education, but then for me to come home and not have nothing shielded from me. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, it was times we had to do shit. We we just had to do shit, dog. I remember I broke my nose, nigga, but our phone was off, so I had to walk down the street looking like a motherfucking manatee, looking for a motherfucking somebody to be home so I could call my mama or call 911 or some shit. Nigga, I was in the hospital. I went to the hospital that day, nigga. The red the Red Wings was in the hospital with me. Nigga, they had just had an accident. They had just won the Stanley Cup. Nigga, we didn't even give a fuck. The niggas in the hood, we didn't watch hockey. We, you know what I'm saying? So, nigga, these niggas just won the Stanley Cup. Nigga, they big-ass niggas, no teeth. Nigga, hockey players look like football players mixed with basketball players. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, they, the hockey players is like all shacks. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight up. Yeah. And so, like, you know, like, uh, yeah, bro, like, I'm in Beaumont Hospital, nigga, with all them niggas in eighth grade, broke my nose throwing logs up in the air for a Rottweiler, for my Rottweiler Bosco. And my nigga threw it up and I was tying my shoe. And I turned around and the log hit my face and then the dog at the same time getting the log, nigga. And my dad had just said, stop doing that dumb shit. Broke my nose, he's like, see? Now your mama gonna think I'm stupid. Gonna blame you for this shit. Gonna blame me for this dumb shit. I had to walk down the street, nigga, nose broke, cracked off my motherfucking face. It's like, man, you know, like, uh, yeah, man, you know, Detroit. But that's just my neighborhood, though. I went to school outside my neighborhood. I went to, first of all, I, I went to Cass Tech. But I was such a clown in Cass Tech. And it was so many bitches that I didn't have time to be studious, nigga. I was, I was, I was fingering hoes. <laughs> and nigga, at a rabbit rate. Rabbit. Oh, nigga. that. <laughs> Talk it out. I was giving the bitches to remember the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was like, uh, it was, that was my first time really. High school was, was when you was popular for real. Like, I was a grown man to some people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was, was the first man. time. So I got kicked out of cast and had to go to Mumford, which was a hood school that my mom graduated from. But, you know, we, we had family that taught there. So it was like a punishment for me to go there. But it turned out to be the best thing ever because it put everything that I had learned my whole life to the test. Here I am, a nigga in another neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's other niggas, you know. You talk about Puritan Avenue niggas. You talk about that's like um, proof. Okay. You know, it's Eminem man's proof. Puritan Avenue nigga. You know what I'm saying? You got seven mile niggas, eight mile niggas in this school. I'm from Brightmore, nigga. I'm so far from nigga. I should have went to Redford. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to Redford. I went to Mumford, nigga, across town. So, you know. Now it's it's about what kind of nigga are you? What kind of nigga are you, man? I just wanted to be a cool nigga. I was funny, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, nigga, I learned how to survive outside of my neighborhood. A lot of shit in Detroit is about neighborhoods. We ain't got gangs, nigga. It's like, it's just neighborhoods, it's just streets. It's right. Seven Mile niggas, Puritan niggas, or, you know what I'm saying, North End, or, you know what I'm saying, if I'm leaving somebody out, nigga, it's because I'm not in the gang, so I don't know who the fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But these, that's how I go. And the proximity for you guys on the, is on an interesting note. As hood as it is, you right there under the bridge, 
you go to Windsor, mm -hmm. you can get right there into Canada. Mm -hmm. You can see Canada. Uh, I was staying down at the uh, Robertson Riverfront Hotel. Oh yeah, you can see the uh, black on Caesar. You can see you can see the Caesar yeah. over across the water. Yeah. Now my phone is steadily going up because we on tour for Snoop. Mm -hmm. My phone is steadily switching, saying "Welcome to Canada." Yeah. So when I'm making calls, bitch is like twenty three dollars. Yeah. When I'm making calls though, it it sources a Canada number. When I'm dialing. Mm. Basically, like it ain't showing on my phone bill that it's a number that I'm calling locally. It looks like I'm calling Canada. All because of the towel. My wife, she's in Florida. She hits me on the phone. So, you enjoying Canada? It's a random Saturday. We ain't talk. I'm in Detroit. She's very smart. She ain't putting together that Canada and Detroit is right there next to each other. So she's, so you enjoying Canada? I said, uh, hi, second time you said that, you funny. No, I'm just chilling, you ready to go on stage. In Canada, right? So your little friend that you're talking to in Canada? You guys having fun? You and your little getaway in Canada? I said, uh, listen, on the play, we gotta get mic'd. So um, as she's saying this, they's putting the mic up the back of my shirt and running a little earpiece, like a little phone earpiece right here um, to the side. Uh, so they taping it on. Now I got the earpiece on. I don't realize this, but most people don't know when you mic'd up, you're still talking, your life's still going on. But people can hear this. Mm -hmm. It's getting recorded so hot. possible. You hot. So I'm talking to my wife on the phone. I got the mic on. I ain't thinking about it. I'm walking leaving in the back of the backstage, trying to get to the front of the stage so I had some more service. My wife steady going off. So I'm just glad that you taking this time while you're supposed to be out on the road working, partying, living it up in Canada. I guess you're out there in Toronto running around with bitches with Drake and doing that type of shit. That's what you want. Because that's what I already figured it out. You was in the fucking sicko mode video, so you, Drake, and Travis Scott, all y'all out just fucking bitches in Canada. <laughs> So now oh, women be having, she has they, put this whole uh -huh. thing together. And it's funny because I got a bitch in the video. Sicko mode, you're fucking bitches. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're Sicko fucking mode. bitches raw. Sicko mode is Billy. And so music videos and my wife don't go good together. Whenever I do music videos, it's a conspiracy theory that's happening because I don't. What's I don't right? know. So, so, so. Well, you, so, well, so, you are a video hoe. You know yes. what I'm <laughs> You're such a fucking hoe. I'm all the videos. Like, <laughs> I'll be like, nigga, so Billy I'm, over there with uh, Melissa Ford. Nigga, I'm trying to be as many as I can. No, I feel so, it. listen, the funny part is, I haven't put together that Canada, how Canada is coming up. I'm still suffering trying to understand. So, she's talking to me. So, Where'd you meet the Canada girl from? Because you're wrong until you prove her wrong. Oh, I'm first yeah. of all, not am I wrong. I'm wrong in whoever. She's telling is. you that you're in Canada, you're in Detroit. You like, babe, am I in Canada? Like you looking around, like, do I have a bitch? No, a bitch Canada. might appear right next to you, like poof, because she <laughs> believes it so hard. You ever feel like bitches be coming up to you because you, your woman is at home thinking that bitches is coming up to you? I think she's manifesting. She manifesting. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you get some pussy this weekend. Like, man, you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> you doing it to you, you, you fucking us up. <laughs> You sending her to yeah. me. So I know I'm not cheating. I'm telling her, I was like, look, I need you to relax. I need you to calm down. I, I got stuff to do tonight. I bet you do got stuff to do because you in fucking Canada doing whatever you want to do with your bitch in Windsor, Canada. That's fine. You and a little Windsor bitch, y'all do that. So I walk across the stage. My mic ends up coming on hot. Now I'm talking on stage to my wife. Full argument. Now at this time, 
we are in the theater. People are in the seats already? No, people are not in seats. Okay. The house isn't open. Okay. But media, the people that are seating people, the ushers, the people that tear tickets, security, all our staff is there. The people just have not been let in from the audience, from the from the lobby. You should just drop the pen. Nigga. So I'm, but I know, I'm I remember, I know arguing because that's what I'm doing. She's she's going off. I said, I ain't got no bitches in Windsor, Canada. I'm here doing the play. So people is laughing like a motherfucker. I don't know why they laughing. They can hear what the fuck I'm saying. So I'm talking. She's steady going off. Yeah, you do got somebody in Windsor, Canada. I said, I ain't been to Windsor, Canada. I left my goddamn passport at the house. I can't go to Canada. How the fuck am I going to go to Canada if my passport is still with you? I got to mm. meet you to get my passport Bam, back. now she got to so check. how the fuck did I do that? Then it get quiet. And now then she be like, you got your passport card. Everybody's dying. Everybody's dying laughing. My castmates is running up to me. Because not only can when you on stage can you hear it here, you can hear it all in the backstage area, all in the dressing rooms. So people is running up to me. She think you in Windsor? She think you in Canada? My wife says, oh, you got me on speakerphone. You think I'm a dumb bitch. Oh. <laughs> oh. So... <clears throat> I'm again, oh, get the fuck God. out of my face. Uh, Stop talking to me because you fucking my shit up. Niggas is walking up laughing, dying. Your wife thought you was in Canada? What the fuck did you tell her you was in Canada for? We, I'm sitting here like, my wife hangs up the phone. Now I'm irritated. Now I got to do this fucking play. Snoop sees me. He says, nephew, can't let him get you down, baby. Got to shake him off. Keep, a high, keep your head to the sky. Now your problems, they're just going to fly by. I don't know why that rhyme. That's what the fuck he said. I said, all right, so nephew, what's wrong with you? Now you want to talk. Look, let's start this play because I want to get out of here because I'm in the theater and my dressing room is in the fucking basement of the Amistad. <laughs> and I got no cell phone service. So that's why my wife been calling me and ain't been able to get through. I'm irritated. Let's get this fucking play over with. So Snoop, he's still jovial, laughing. We'll get through the fucking play. Get back to my room. I got nine text messages. Text message number one is a screenshot of the phone bill currently from Sprint showing that I'm talking to somebody in Canada. And I said, I've never seen that number in my life. What is it? Well, I keep calling it and it keeps hanging up. So whoever it is, I want you to call them on three-way while you're on the phone with me and we're going to see who the fuck answers the phone. I said, you tripping. I don't know this number. I ain't dialed this number. I put the number in my phone. It don't belong to nobody. Fucking says Canada. I ain't called fucking Canada. I don't know nobody in Canada. So now she's yelling at me, telling me. So I got nine pages of conversations where you sitting here having calls to people in Canada. You don't know nobody in Canada. I guess you just calling Canada a whole lot to not nobody there. So why are you trying to dodge? I said, fine. You call. The fucking phone goes to a Sprint voicemail thing. But it doesn't say nothing about international calling. It just says uh, this number is not working, whatever, whatever. My wife now thinks that the bitch done blocked me and her. And that this is a this is a whole scheme to do this. I said, you know what? I'm not finna do this with you. I hit star two and I joined star two in. She said, what you calling Sprint for? I said, to get the fucking bottom of this because somebody's trying to set me up. And I know it's, it's not me because I ain't do this shit. I said, so whoever you got at Sprint fucking with me, we're going to find out today. I ain't got nobody at Sprint fucking with you. It's the bitch from Canada that's fucking with you that you in Canada with. That's what it is. And you going this far to think that you're going to keep lying to me is fucking ridiculous, Billy. I said, you know what? That's cool. When the fucking customer service person gets on here, we'll get to the bottom of this. Who the fuck you think you got trying to set me up saying I'm talking to somebody in fucking Canada? Now I'm mad. Because now I think in my heart, CP, she's trying to get this 
to try and get me to budge and lie. And she done got somebody to change the phone bill. Now I know this, so I gotta find this out for Sprint myself. Cause this don't make no sense that they giving up my personal information and letting her change my phone bill to fuck with me, to try and get me to tell her myself. <coughs> so I say, fuck it. We sit there and we wait. We on the phone for 17 minutes waiting, arguing the whole way. The person gets on the phone, asks me my information. I give him my information. I say, okay, now look, my, sir, my wife is telling me that I'm talking to somebody in Canada. She's screenshotting me our phone bill, showing that I'm talking to somebody in Canada, in which I'm not talking to nobody in Canada. I'm in Detroit, Michigan. She's talking about I'm in Windsor talking to, some, to somebody. Man says, sir, what's the number that you keep seeing? She gives, my wife gives the number out. She was like, um, yeah, so, and it's blocked. It's got us blocked. The man says, ma'am, that's the number to the relay tower. Your actual phone bill will print out with the accurate information of who you were talking to. All I hear is click, click. I don't hear nothing else. Like the phone hung up, click, click. So now I got the, I got the joy because I'm talking. I'm saying, hey, so you're saying I ain't called nobody in Canada. This is a fucking relay, right? And she didn't change my phone bill. No, it's a relay tower. Your actual phone bill will show the real phone number. I think my wife's still on the phone. So I'm like, yeah, guess the other bitch that you was worried about ain't the lady at the relay tower because it shows the fuck ain't no real person. I guess that's why the number wasn't ringing when she called through. Dude was still sitting there on the phone. He was like, sir. If you don't have any other questions, I'm going to have to go ahead and disconnect from the call. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I just want to make sure she understands it ain't nobody blocked. Sir, if you don't have any other questions, <coughs> we're going to have to get off the call. Cool. Get off. You heard him? My wife been gone. I don't know this, but I'm still talking shit, though, CP. So I call her on FaceTime. She answers. She looked me dead in the eye and said, Did, Did you miss me? God damn. <laughs> Shit, we took you around the world with After that After a while, I knew it was coming. I'm like, this nigga telling the fuck out of this story. 